I'm Tucker, and this is Scene Play. On this episode, we are going to do a one-shot, and this is a game called On the Ecology of the Mud Dragon. It's a game by Ben Lehman, and I think y'all will enjoy it a lot. I will see you on the other side. We are going to play a fun game today called On the Ecology of Mud Dragons. And before we start, do we want to go around and introduce you? And before we go around... <laughs> Long day. Long day. So, do we want to go around and introduce ourselves? Uh, I'm Tucker. I am the Game Master. Uh, I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm Tucker's friend. I'm Henry, also a friend. I'm Andrea. I'm Tucker's girlfriend. Aggressively said, yes. <laughs> and Everything I say is aggressive, sometimes. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> and so, does somebody want to go ahead and read the opening descriptor to this game? Sure. Dragons are great creatures, majestic, wise and magical, possessed of great treasures, fiery breath, jeweled scales, ferocious appetites, and knowledge beyond the ken of mortal man. Once they soared through the air over the land, they left shadows miles long, devoured whole herds of sheep and cows, kidnapped lovely young princesses, demanded tribute from even the greatest of kings and the mightiest of sorcerers. Unfortunately, not even considering such trivialities as the square cube law, the local ecology could scarcely support such gargantuan megafauna, let alone a species that reproduced in clutches. Food pressure has driven the great beast to near or total extinction, leaving only a few hibernating on the highest mountaintops, deep beneath the earth, and at the bottom of the sea. In truth, what with industrialization and rationalization and possibly other allizations, there's little place for the dragons of old within the modern world. That's not to say that dragonkind has gone extinct, though. Far from it. Dragons are more numerous than ever. Evolutionary pressure has simply bred them smaller, darker, and more camouflaged, finally resulting in the common mud dragon. Travelers and farmers will be familiar with these creatures, who top out at nearly two feet in length and are largely content to doze dreamily in swamps. Although they do bite, occasional ankles sometimes have been known to steal small shiny objects from children and even, on one isolated instance, impersonated Her Majesty the Queen over the course of three days, resulting in the infamous Give More Candy Act of 1574, everyone can agree that they are much less of a hassle than their larger cousins. Does anyone want to chip in? Okay. Mud dragons have been known, though, to get occasional cravings that can only be described as throwbacks to their former glory. When they are acting on such impulses, it is better not to approach them unless heavily armed. Their exact methods of eating and reproduction are, like those of their larger cousins, somewhat mysterious and possibly far beyond our fragile understanding. But that is hardly of any account to a reputable biologist. Sorry, this, this, the string movement was tickling my feet. Okay, so... You're all going to play mud dragons, and you're going to be up to hijinks such as stealing candy from children, fighting over shiny glass beads, having a farting contest, trying to capture a princess, or building a flying machine. Except for the GM, of course, which is me, who pretty much just exists to make your life miserable. GM stands for ginormous mud hole, by the way, as you already know from other role-playing games. The GM controls all the other characters, including all humans, all princesses, and any other mud dragons, and describes the environment and everything that gets in your way. And so we're going to start with character creation. And it's super simple, as I say. First, you're going to write down your attributes, which are patheticness, laziness, stupidity, clumsiness, and petty greed. <laughs> Each one starts at 14. And then you're going to roll twice on the heritage and name table and apply the results. And then last, we're going to roll on the starting loot table and apply the results if apply the results if any, and write down your starting loot. 
All right, and so I'm going to have each of you roll twice, and then I'm going to give you your result. Uh, Ryan, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Three. Okay. And the second one? Also three. Okay. So you are Swiftwing, and you have minus eight to your clumsiness. Wait, so I'm less clumsy? Yes. Darn. Yeah, you're super... <laughs> you're super <laughs> so you're swift wing and you're super right. not clumsy. You might even be able to fly. I can't method act like I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anybody else want to go ahead yeah. and roll? 19, 11. All right, so you are mud booger. <laughs> and you have plus three to your stupidity. And minus four to your petty greed. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Five. Mm -hmm. And 17. So you are stone spleen. (laughs) (laughs) And you have minus four to your laziness and also plus three to your laziness. So that comes out to a minus one to your laziness. I don't like these results. <laughs> so you're a pretty average. You're a pretty average mud well rounded, which is to say, really bad at most things. Dude, I got Ugh. exactly what I wanted. I want to be more petty greed. All right, so let's ro- roll in reverse order, and yeah, and I'll tell you what you have as your starting loot. Five again. All right, you have pretty beads, which Next. are shiny. Twice. Uh, just once. Once. Okay. Three. All right, uh, you have Groucho glasses, which make you look <laughs> really human. <laughs> Do you look really human wearing Groucho glasses, or just really human? Uh, no, only wearing gl- only wearing the glasses. Anthropomorphizing Groucho glasses. No, no, no. But yes. is the human that you look like also wearing glasses? Definitely. Okay. Right. Sixteen. You have a ten foot pole. <laughs> I'm twelve. All right, and now I'm going to generate the scenario. So you guys, so who wants to roll to figure out where we are, where the setting is? Oh, can I? Yeah, of course. 11. 11. So you guys are in the big city. (laughs) The big city. What is the name of the big city? Metrocity. Ooh, I (laughs) like like that. Either have you seen Megamind? No. Uh, yes, right. actually, I think I have. Is that okay. the one with the blue dude with the large head? Yes. Yes, I have seen that movie. <clears throat> I'm doing this upside wow. down. and I'm impressed. Nope. You almost got that, it. That's pretty oh, good. No, that is, is that right? Is that the way a Y goes? Yeah, it's the way a Y okay, goes. Great. I'm happy. Wait, <laughs> is it? Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, it is. No, it, it right, is. When, yep. you, when you first see it, it looks wrong. So, that, so you're in atrocity. And somebody want to roll for the opposition? I will. Eight. All right. Uh, a few humans. Um, do we want to name them? Just come up with three humans. Yeah, Jimmy, Tommy, Mikey. Cool. <laughs> what about the girls? <laughs> uh, I was Mary. going for yeah, Jimmy, Tommy, Mikey, Mary, Jimmy, um, Jeannie. Wait, not Jimmy, that many. Not that many. Jimmy, Tommy, uh, <laughs> Let's go three or four. Jimmy, Tommy, Jimmy, Mikey. Jimmy, Tommy, Mikey, Mary. I like it. This is. People you're don't really name their similar. girls Mary anymore. We could, so old, we could but that's name okay. my, them all, or 
uh, Johnny, Tommy, Marty, Mary. That's our, no, no, no. <laughs> father and his three siblings. Yeah. Is there an eraser? Yeah. Uh, hopefully. I, uh, I have one. Okay, awesome. All right. Marty, Johnny, right. Mary, Tommy. Good to know. And now, uh, what you can get. Somebody want to roll for that? Yeah, I got it. Three. Candy. Nice. <laughs> Uh, and then you need to roll twice to determine what your plan is going to involve. I'll go once. One. Brute force. Hype. Four. Fast talking. <laughs> I feel like those are two very different things. They, they are. <laughs> they are indeed. Are you writing them, Henry? Mm-hmm. And then we have one more thing. Well, the, the 10-foot pole. Which I'm going to... Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the name of this chart is, but I'm going to tell you that number 17 is moved to Western Massachusetts. <laughs> Excuse me? Yep. <laughs> exactly that. I'm not <laughs> oh, lying. Wait, Somebody want to confirm? I just saw the title. Wow. <laughs> We're famous. <laughs> yeah. We did the stupid thing. We did. We all did the stupid thing. Stupid idea. Something. All right. So who wants to roll for the stupid idea? That Henry? Yeah, yeah I got it. Or, one second. All right. Uh, six, right? Yeah, yeah six. six. Build a flying machine. Love it. Wait, all right. Um, before we start, I was actually just thinking, can we change the names? <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, I originally got like very enthusiastic over the idea of like the very like Bostonian names, but I also think it could be weird to just like think of my grandfather. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that seems very valid. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, like I'm totally down for like a, you know, Mikey genie kind of theme, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> what about, um, to think of my past Williams president. Right. So Maud. <laughs> What's president? Tiku. Tiku. Adam. Adam. And Morty. Is that who it was Morty before? Shapiro. Yeah. Yeah. We should get at least one girl in there. Yeah. So Maud. Maud. Oh, cool. I don't know anything about our past presidents. <laughs> All right. So we're set up. And I'm just going to go quickly over how rolling works. So when you want to do something that is beyond your meager capacities as mud dragons, then you're going to have to roll and beat one of your stats. And so... Shit, these are some pretty meager (laughs) capacities. And and do what? Beat a stat? Yeah, so so roll higher than the number you have here. Those are not good odds. And so you can shoot. And so if you roll over it, let me get this exactly right. So, if you it, so if you roll lower than something, then you've failed the roll, and you can and you add one oh, to no. that attribute. Add add one. And uh-huh. if you succeed, you subtract one. What? And if you succeed, you subtract one. However, oh no, you also have the option if you roll lower and you really want to succeed, you can do that. However, then you have to add two to your stat, and. If you roll higher than a number, you could choose to fail and, does, subtract, and subtract two. two. Okay. Interesting. Uh, some other fun things is that if you get a stat below five, then you have a throwback, which is a throwback to your ancient time of dragons. So something glorious. Prim- yeah, something Ooh. primeval is triggered within you. Fuck, Ryan's already there. And you, get to act, and you get to act as a true dragon for at least a scene. Ooh. So keep these things in mind. So 
All right, let me think. What's a good? So we're in the big city. We're in metro. We're in metrocity, and let's just take a moment and talk and go through all the things that are in their plan and go through the things that are about our dragons. So Henry, you want to tell me about Mudbooger? Yeah, Mudbooger is <laughs> is a pretty short and squat dragon. I don't know if, if you've ever seen kind of the proportions of a corgi. Um, but then imagine that with wings and kind of a brownish green coloring, um, with splotches of kind of gross yellow. That's mud booger. Um, a very kind, not very, not, (laughs) not as greedy as his fellow dragon compatriots, but rather incredibly stupid as far as dragons go. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Dre, do you want to tell me about? Uh, Yeah. Um, so my dragon is stone spleen. It's more of a, he's uh, more of an amber color. He's just got really big ears. Um, a very, very uh, average, average uh, in all attributes dragon. He's a little bit less lazy uh, than some, but not a lot. All right, Ryan. All right, uh, I have Swiftwing. Um, if we're comparing to uh, dogs, I think Swiftwing is kind of like the uh, proportions of a wiener dog. Uh, <laughs> so just like really, really thin and just ca- looks like stretched out. Um, and I think the color of Swiftwing is like a um, pile of snow in March. So like, like white, but like like white at the base of the fur or scales, but like brown mostly and uh and swiftwing is significantly less clumsy than most but just as pathetic lazy stupid and <laughs> petty greedy really <laughs> greedy and which one of these dragons came up with the idea of st- stealing this candy and where and where is this candy what is it, is it in a shop is it in the toddler's hand what's going what's going on here i i think maybe it's at a vendor in a park in the big city. Hmm. A very muddy park. Is the whole city muddy? I think it's I uh, I think most of it is muddy. And so okay. it's actually Metrocity is a great place for mud dragons in general. Hmm. Um except every time every once in a while there's some mayor who decides, "Oh, we need to have a crackdown. We need to limit the number of mud dragons in the in the streets they're making the city look much less beautiful property taxes are rising the the worth of Dropping. homes is going down and everything is very very sad so we need, but it's been a long time so the mud dragons have been flourishing in the Got absence it. of attacks well mud booger being a, a hungry dragon but not a very intelligent dragon um had the bright maybe we well we'll see if it's a bright idea but the idea an idea for sure of building a flying machine on account of his wings are that are just a little too small for him to sustain flight for more than a couple hundred meters um but he he thinks that if if we can build a flying machine we'll be able to um steal some candy from mod's flying candy emporium in the middle of the the central park Andrew, what does Mod's Flying Emporium look like? What is um, Mod's Flying Emporium looks like looks like really a full sized um, kind of like a food cart, except for it's only got candy. Um, it's one of those places that like parents like try to distract their kids from seeing as they like walk by because it really just um, it's you know like fully decked out the top. It's a uh, pink and yellow. It's got 
big pictures of uh, of candy on all of the sides, staffed by um, a really bored teenage boy wearing like a pink and yellow striped baseball cap. And what is its method of flight, Ryan? I think its method of flight The Candy is Emporium's an, method of flight? Mm-hmm. Oh, is a, um, a pink and yellow helicopter thing on the top of the food cart. Also um, known as a propeller. Kinda, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that would be the word for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it just it kind of looks like an oversized like like wacky propeller you would see on a hat that you would buy at Disney World or on Harry Gatlin's head. Um, <laughs> it's it's on the hat that the kid is wearing too. You know, he's got yes, the miniature exactly, one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it happens to be kind of helicopter themed too in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the rock candy is actually helicopter or, or propeller shaped, um, and then there's also like a like a, an old engine that kind of chugs whenever the food cart goes into the air. Sounds good. And how do people get up to this food cart? Can people fly in this world? Or is there a ladder that they drop down? What is the method of entry? There's kind of, so the, there's, you know how like, like digging machines have like those, those like conveyor belt scoop things. Mm. It's kind of like that, except yeah. it's just platforms that like go around like, <laughs> a, like a little like carousel a Ferris, type Like a Ferris thing. wheel You gotta like, situation. you gotta pick your candy quick and like get in, talk to Maude, tell her what you want before you come back down or you gotta wait again. I like it. And, there, and there's, and there's a long line for this place. It's a, it's very well known. Well, it's, it's a, it's like a ride and a, and a snack. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> so we so distract their kids. So given the names we have so far, um, Ma- it's Maud's Candy Place. Uh, I, I'm going to say Adam is the... The guy. young Adam yeah. who works young the Adam. cashier. <laughs> and, and maybe do we probably need someone to also... Um, it was old Boilerman Morty. The, okay. And yeah. then who works on the engine. Is Tiku the one who... Uh, Organize, who like gets people onto the platforms? Yeah, he's like the guy at the, the base. Like, who, like he's got like the bullhorn, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "Come on, come on!" <laughs> okay. He's also very shrewd and can recognize a mud dragon at fifty paces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most mud dragons, we should. But say. not if they have anthropomizing glasses. Marks glasses. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Let's go to our dragons who are lazing about in the mud of this park currently and one of them has a plan uh i think i think mud, mud booger sidled up to stone spleen and swift wing who were having a fascinating conversation uh about the value of red beads versus yellow beads and which which are better beads and mudbooger has something to say about this but let, let's start let's hear a little bit about what these different dragons think about different beads you know the yellow ones reflect more light they're so much more shiny but but the red ones stand out so much more they just they seem different they seem hey beautiful. guys <laughs> Wouldn't you like to go get some candy? Candy? Odds Flying Emporium's in town. Ooh. That's like beads that are sugary, too. Can you eat it? Yes, you can, I think. (laughs) I mean, they advertise it as a snack and a ride, so (laughs) they must be edible. I love snacks and rides. The problem is, you guys can fly up there, 
but I can't. But if we built a machine that could fly, then we could all fly up there and sneak in and snatch some of those delicious helicopter rock candies. What do you say? I like it. I think we should do it. I think we should take a nap first. It all sounds great to me. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. All right. And so we have a cutscene, and this is going to be you guys attempting to build your flying machine and going over to, and each of you need to get a specific material. Uh, Dre, what material uh, do you do, is stone spleen assigned to get? Um, stone spleen is assigned to um, find a chair. Um, a, a bench. I'm gonna is assigned to um, take a park bench. It's become gonna become the seat of this machine, you know, because you gotta you gotta especially put Mudbugger who can't fly. Gotta put him on something. He's uh, a big one. And uh, really, everyone likes to sit. So I'm gonna find a park bench to attach things to. Okay, so the first thing you're gonna need to do in order to get to this park bench is convince yourself not to take a nap. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's generally hard. That's hard for people. Imagine how hard <laughs> it is for the lazy mud dragon. So you're going to go ahead and roll the 20 and see where you fall. Oh, man. What did you roll? Um, one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I add one to lazy. So you could succeed. If you want to not take a nap, you could succeed and get the chair of the park bench. Um, but in that case, your lazy would go up too. I think I'm going to take the nap um, while these guys hunt their things, and I'm going to bank on the fact that I'm going to be much faster in my object-finding mission. Sounds good. All right, and we're going to move on to the next person. Mudbooker, what component? Wait, don't you you drop that, right, to 12? What? No, no. it goes up. Because oh, it went up because I failed. So, yeah, so it, it's basically it spirals in both ways. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mudbugger is gonna go look for like like fifty balloons at least. Fifty <laughs> balloons. Okay, so that seems we've got an uphouse situation yeah. building. That that seems like I think you're like running all over the place. You're like grabbing one from another one, grabbing, 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 grab, grab. and so you're just trying to be quicker than seems that like they a can spot. clumsy roll. Yeah, it seems like a clumsy roll to me. All right, here goes nothing. <laughs> Three. Only slightly better. Than, did you weigh these down? Oh damn it. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to succeed or do you want to fail? I will. If fuck it, I'll fail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you bump into a child who is holding a balloon. Sorry. And <laughs> like, hey, get away from me! That's mine. That's my mommy hit it. And <laughs> the, the mother comes after it and says, "Hey, get away from my kid! Get away from my kid! Oh. Get away from my kid! Get away from my kid!" <laughs> And Mugbooger retreats. <laughs> Swiftwing, what component are you <laughs> trying to get? Um, I think, well, like, we need something to steer this flying machine. So I'm thinking either, like, something that, like, like a, like a little, like, maybe like a, um, one of those, like, miniature, sorry, um, maybe one of those miniature fans that people have in the summer um, those like handheld things, mm. that you, so you can just kind of hold it out, and then that's perfect. Uh, yeah, and then our <laughs> flying machine of balloons can can be pushed. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm out to search for multiple 
handheld fans. All right. And handheld fans are rare. Uh, there's really only specific people who have them, and they're generally people who are fairly aristocratic in nature. <laughs> so Swift Wing first needs to figure out exactly where these fans will be. And that, that that's that's hard. That, that That's something that takes intelligence. So you're going to have to roll against your stupid stat to right. figure that one out. <laughs> I got a two. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I think Tucker is making this game hard on purpose. So would you like to succeed or would you like to fail? <laughs> so do we have anything? No, <laughs> no we, we might yet? have to go to plan B on this flying machine. Stone's plane fell asleep and Mud Booger was chased away. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we can't even say it. Like, Mud Booger didn't even, like, didn't get any balloons, right? Is that the premise? Yeah, Mud Booger got one. might have gotten, like, one. two. Yeah, one, one or two. Like, to make him feel better about himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Somebody gave him one because they felt bad. <laughs> then I, too, shall take the L. <laughs> um, so wait, so I, I add one? Yeah, you add one. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's not even that. You, you, so you actually, you figured it out, right? Swiftwing knows exactly where to go. He's going to, he knows that only the most best and intelligent people have fans. So he tried to get into the Royal Palace. And there's a whole series, there's a whole spinoff series about Swiftwing's <laughs> adventures in the Royal Palace where he gets chased by royal guards. But eventually he returns to the park just as Stonespleen is waking up from her nap uh, with, without a single fan. And our, our mud dragons reconverge. Okay. Guys, that was such a nice nap. How, uh, how was your progress? Some woman hit me. Um... I really thought I was on to something. And then I got chased through a big building where they didn't even have handheld fans. So, uh, so, so, so I guess we can't really steer our flying machine. Or fly. <laughs> I have one balloon. I guess we don't have anywhere to sit either. Do we have to try again? At least the balloon is shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... Maybe if we got at least four drones, you know, the kind with the camera, we could each, I would need two, <laughs> I'm heavy, we could each fly our drone up to the candy shop. Yeah, I saw a lot of those in the Royal Palace, but I don't think I can go back there. I think they know what I look like now. They, they're popular toys these days, aren't they? Could we get them from some children, maybe? Do people lose them in the river? Well, I have these weird glasses that make me look like a person. Maybe I could sneak in. Maybe they're in a toy store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a scene of Mudbooger putting on the Groucho glasses, standing up to his full glorious height. And, and how... How changed does Mudbooker look by these glasses? So Mudbooker, previously a, a squat, rather large, by all means measures, rather unattractive dragon, is now a dashing <laughs> young 20-something, fit as a fiddle, um, with piercing blue eyes and luscious blonde hair. Is he wearing a blue shirt? He is, in fact. He's wearing a blue shirt. Of course. Um, he stands about six foot five. That's what he's good for. Um, <laughs> good for 
and really doesn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> oh, uh, but the only flaw is he has a a giant bushy mustache <laughs> and a rather protruding nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Mudbooger enters the store, and the clerk says, "Oh, uh, hey, hello there, uh, sir. What, what what can we get you here?" Ah. Uh, Oh my god, I sound strange. Ah, uh, sir, I would like to buy a toy drone. Four toy drones. Four, four drones, you say? Well, I, I suppose I could do that for you, but uh, do you have some money? They, they cost 17 quid each. I have red and yellow beads. Hmm. I also have a 10-foot pole. <laughs> Are either oh. of these legal tender? Ah, uh, well, neither of these this are legal per, per se, but I suppose I could be convinced. That, do, you, do you have anything else? Could you, could, could you come back and uh, perhaps bring me a, a dollar bill or um, a, a, a couple of golden coins would do, would do you well in this situation? I think I can make that happen for you, sir. I will be right back. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Guys, we need to find some golden coins. I think Stone Spleen re- recently saw uh, that the person at the foot of Maud's Flying Candy Emporium um, has been getting a lot of money recently. You know, I did. I did see uh, the, the the man, the ticket taker man with the bullhorn. He has so many, so many coins. You know, he's got them in his little fanny pack. Maybe we could take those. Sure. I could try to steal some. Okay, so I think all of you see that all of you turn and look at it was Tiku the uh Yeah, yeah. Tiku's the guy with the, the announcer man with the bullhorn. And, and so Tiku's yelling, "Hey, come get your rides here. You can you can get a ride, you can get some candy, but you need to get, once you're at the top, you need to order quickly. It's a fun game and you'll your kids will be excited and sugar and sugar rushed. No, not sugar rushed. They'll be very happy that their parents were like would like that. Just come <laughs> give me some gold coins. Give me Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much for those gold coins. And you, all of you see money go into uh, Tiku, Tiku's, you said it was a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. And all of you are struck by your petty greed, which is go straight through the hearts of <laughs> every mud dragon. And so He's all of you are going to have to roll uh, against your petty greed to not immediately charge towards this man and try to take this money. Oh, my God. I got a 17. Oh, oh man. All right, well. Um, All right. So I'm going to succeed anyway, I think. Okay. Do I take one away from Petty Greed? You take one away from Petty Greed. You can take two away if you choose to fail. No, no, I think we need this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if everyone else is failing. Or well, I guess if one of us fails, then it doesn't really matter. If one of us succeeds, rather, it doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, succeeding means if you don't do the thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Succeeding means that you don't charge him. Yes. But like, well, so if I, I if I'm I thinking. charge him, maybe it causes enough confusion that the ones who have succeeded can can do something with that. All right. Oh, did you succeed? Uh, I chose. Henry to fail. overruled his. Okay. You, you chose to. You, succeed. you chose to succeed. You failed. Then you I overruled the that. Well, Having chosen to succeed, I reneged on that and chose <laughs> instead to fail. Oh, you. Oh, you did. Of okay. course. So All right. I guess like so, what I'm thinking is if I succeed. And everybody else f- 
fails, you succeed. Do I? But like, so you so so maybe maybe we don't succeed in like. <laughs> well, so so Mudbugger and like, Stone Spleen like, immediately rush, okay. like towards him simultaneously oh, okay. and bash heads, and oh. both fall over. And, and when okay. we bash heads, the um the glasses fall off, and uh, and so now Swiftwing can pick up the glasses. Uh, because he's, you know, demonstrated incredible sure. self-restraint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because what I'm also thinking is that I, from a distance, could use the 10-foot pole <laughs> to, <laughs> to loop, to, like, get the fanny pack <laughs> off of t <laughs> and vault it back towards us. <laughs> I like the sound of that. I like that, too. Okay. So what Does I'm that, hearing yeah. is Stone Spleen and Mud Booger bash heads into each other, look at each other, realize it's a race, and both charge Tiku. And Tiku sees him coming and is like, oh, uh, what, what? mud dragons, they're not normally this aggressive. And while he, he's sort of running away in a very circus-like faction, they're going around in circles with the two mud dragons, who aren't that fast, but fast enough, are chasing Tiku. And Swiftwing, from, from a distance, gets the 10-foot pole and... Is, Really carefully trying to pull it off, and I think that's a clumsy roll. Mm. I would say. <laughs> then I got got the best odds. Twelve. Twelve. Ayo. So you succeed. And I take clumsy down. Yep. So I'm oh. also at throwback level, right? Uh, you have to go one more before you hit throwback. So it has level. to be oh, below okay. five. Mm-hmm. And so you get the pull, and so uh, you get the pull, and you and you throw the. Uh, uh, fanny pack very far into the air and where does it land it lands I think on the bank of the river alright in a tree uh, on the bank okay. in a tree which no, no both I like both. can there be r- yeah, yeah, yeah. trees like, on the like bank how, of like the river like the roots of trees like jut out from uh, the bank of the river to the river it's, so it's like in the root so, so it's like, like above the water yeah saying. so like it's dangling above oh, no. the water <laughs> <laughs> so many things can go wrong <laughs> alright and so I think um, Mudbooger completely loses sight of it at this point <laughs> and, and thinks it went up a different tree and is trying vainly to climb up the tree but is very not good at these sort of things and completely failing to get up this tree um, but meanwhile, Stone Swain has spotted it, and there it is. In her mad rush of of, of greed for this for this money, go, goes out and chases it onto the branch, and has to be very careful um, to not bush it off. And I think that is also a clumsy roll. Oh, do I have to roll against clumsy? Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nine. nine. That's a fail. Uh, okay. So do you want to choose to succeed in this case? Um. Come on, don't hold out. We need this goddamn gold. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Fine. Like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna over. Have to I'm gonna chase ch- it down the river. I'm gonna choose to succeed anyways. So this will go up also, right? To to sixteen team player. All right. Who wants to narrate the really te- or t- tell us about this really tense moment where it almost goes in but doesn't quite. Wait, I'm sorry. Can I go to the bathroom first? <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> we'll just wait for her to come back. <laughs> I mean, can you edit that out? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> this is podcasting gold. And we'll find out whether Stone Spleen succeeds after the break. All right. When we last left our heroes, we had a fanny pack full of gold balanced on the ed of a, edge of a tree on a bank with a root that is sticking out <laughs> over the rushing water. 
Oh man, this is really hard. Um, can you guys see? Can you tell me how far I am? Got room. Um, it's about, I don't know, maybe like 10 feet. I'm not really sure what a foot is, but I think it's like 10 feet. Stone Spleen, you're in the wrong tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mud Booger, I think you're in the wrong tree. I see it. Okay, I see it. I'm going to get closer. And uh, Stone Spleen, low to the low to the tree branch she's climbing on, um, is kind of like wiggling her way to this fanny pack. Um, and all of a sudden, the, the fanny pack starts to fall. It's so dangerous. And um, Stone Spleen, who is wearing her shiny beads, chooses that exact moment to, uh, to sling the beads down and somehow like captures it and throws it in the air and grabs it on her tail. And balanced on her tail, uh, she returns back to the shore safely. And they now have the gold in order to buy the drones, in order to get to the top, in order to steal the candy. Do we still have the Groucho glasses? Or Yeah, no, okay. we definitely we still mm-hmm. have this. Yeah. In fact, cool. Mudbooger um, takes the gold with him, dons the glasses again, shoots up to six foot five once more, <laughs> saunters over to the toy store, golden hand. Um, How does the fanny pack look on Mudbooger? Well, it's a it's a camo supreme fanny <laughs> pack, and so it just looks great, <laughs> displayed front and center. Is he, is he wearing it around the the waist? Or? Yeah, but but kind of oh, like off kilter, like it's a jaunty angle for a fanny pack. <laughs> yeah, I was okay. gonna say like because he doesn't know what people do, he's wearing it like across. His chest. <laughs> um, excuse you, that's how I wear a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, first of all, <laughs> it's, it's somewhere on there. Oh, welcome back, sir. I see you acquired a new beautiful item of clothing, I have to say. Uh, do, you, do you have the money? Yes, sir. I have uh, one, two, six. I have six gold coins. Can I please have four toy drones? Oh, for six? For, for six? Oh, you could buy some. Yes, you can have four drones <laughs> for six gold. Thank you, sir. And he gives you the four. <laughs> he gives you the four drones, and takes the six gold very quickly. So, well, have a nice day, sir. Thank you for. Sh- you can come shop here anytime you like. I you as well. <laughs> and he returns back to his friends with the drones. No one notices. In the bottom right corner, it says one silver coin <laughs> <laughs> on each of the four boxes. <laughs> All right. So, what is the next stage of this plan? Does anyone know how to turn these on? <laughs> Do they have a button? Seems like a stupid role. Who wants to, who, who's the one who's going <laughs> to try to make these things work? Who's, who's the least stupid? Uh, uh, oh, wait. I'm the, I'm the most stupid. Oh, it's feeling, me. I'm feeling lucky. Oh, you're feeling lucky. You're the most stupid. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I got this. <laughs> Famous last words. Ah. I did not have this. 14. <laughs> I'm going to succeed right. anyway. You're going to choose to succeed anyway. And All he's right. just making his life harder and harder. <laughs> oh, he's at yeah, 19. I was gonna say Does anything I, bad happen if you hit 20? Yes, you do something so stupid that your planning completely fails. Oh, or no. so whatever the adjective is if you okay. go over 20. That, mean, that means that you can't, you can't come <laughs> yeah, up with any other, right. any other. It's if you hit 20? Goals. If you go over 20. If you go over 20. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's playing with fire. So Mudbugger gets frustrated quickly and kicks the drone and 
happens to kick it right on the on button <laughs> and it whirs to life. Does and it fly away? No, it's no, just kind of like it's, it's, it's hovering. So, so each of them whirs to life and they immediately start going in a direction and you have to jump on to them before they go off in, different, in a different way. So you each have to roll a, uh, against lazy um, to realize that this is an issue and that this is something that you need to take care of. <laughs> I'd say that I'd probably get it, right? If the two of you both failed. That is not how probability works. I would know that if I went to class more often. Um, All right. I rolled a three. Are we, so are we like ever supposed to... What? I feel to like we've gotten pretty these? unlucky. You're pretty incompetent in general. Does anybody want to choose to succeed regardless? Uh, no. sure. I'll <laughs> succeed. So that means I add two to it, right? Yep. So this goes to sixteen. Great. And I am able to jump onto my drone. The other three drones fly off <coughs> into the distance, probably never to be seen again. <laughs> oh man, that that that's a lot. I thought we were just gonna have to like, I don't know. Shoot. And Swiftwing is now flying. <laughs> Swiftwing can was, fly anyways. Was not ready to fly. fly. <laughs> Guys, what do I do? He's Guys, moving. how does this work? He's Turn it off. Much faster than he's ever know? gone. Uh, 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 Go towards why the, are the candy trees shop. so short? <laughs> all right. And so it's going in all directions. One way, then the other way. You keep Don't shifting let your go. way. What do you do? Maybe they find the <laughs> controllers that they were inconvenient or foolishly oh, left in the box. Okay. They find the controller on the ground. I think I, I should think find it though. I, was just I think say, I should yeah. find it as opposed. To, I think Stone Spleen. That's a, that's a that's a cleverness. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stone Spleen finds it, and uh, and Mudbugger kind of runs around like under the dro- like following the shadow of it, <laughs> yeah. um, yelling yelling <laughs> random conflicting <laughs> instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Lean d- left. <laughs> uh, no, which way left? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna roll against stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sixteen. Oh, success. Nice. Hey. There's some luck. Do you want to choose to fail anyway? No. <laughs> <laughs> so your stupidness goes down one, and so you get you have the controller. You now have control over Swiftwing. I think Swiftwing thinks that. He he is the one yep. causing it to go <laughs> in each direction. <laughs> See, <laughs> the leading's working. Um, ah, ah, moving, moving the controller. It's got like a joystick situation, um, and a big, big button on the on the left hand side that yells off. And so Stone Spleen, not sure of what to do, <laughs> just slams off, and, <laughs> and the uh, toy drone rockets to the ground. Luckily, Swiftwing's instincts kick in, and he remembers he can fly under his own power. <laughs> um, and the the ro- the but not very fast. The, the drone, right? Yeah, the drone like now now without the weight of Swiftwing pulling it down, like kind of flutters to the ground and bops Mudbugger on the head before coming to a rest in the grass Ow. and mud. <laughs> All right, and so well, so now now we have both a functional drone and. And two dragons. Two who can dragons fly. who can fly. So yeah. perhaps we realize that maybe this thing is strong enough to pull Mudbugger's f- fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe working as a as a team. 
like the, the team of and, Swiftwing and, and, and Stone's <laughs> and some beads. Yes. So so we have like that mo- that moment like where like a light bulb appears above Stone Spleen's head, and then we cut and we have the the ten foot pole beneath the uh, drone. We have Mud Booger on top of the drone, and we have and Stone Spleen and Swiftwing on either side holding the pole. And I was oh, gonna it, say, like a like a lolly like yeah. a. Okay, I don't know if this is actual physics. But <laughs> we don't do actual shi- physics. The here. shiny beads are at the top, and Mud Booger so that Mud Booger keeps reaching for them so that his <laughs> weight is lighter on the ten foot pole. <laughs> I, I love these kinds of physics. Works, yeah, I like the image though. <laughs> What is it, what what are the shiny things suspended on? Like how are they above his reach? Um Oh yeah, I guess we don't Maybe maybe the um, well the ten, like the, maybe the ten the maybe the drone <laughs> the drone is is at like foot 9, you know? Or maybe it's like this one was like oh, the yeah, novelty yeah. like flamingo drone and they're just kind of Oh yeah. hanging yeah. from the the plastic beak that's <laughs> yeah, suspended okay. above. Yeah, I like, like that. that. So we have so uh, anybody want to like, reiterate the scene for me quick? Now knowing that we have a flamingo drone. Yeah, so we've got a uh, a flamingo drone attached to um, the middle of this pole, or is it's it like, up and down? The yeah, they kind of like jam no, the, the middle, pole like yes. sideways the through it, and you've got yeah. Swiftwing and Stone Spleen kind of straining on either side on of the pole, along the with pole. this drone that's warring furiously and looking ridiculous, and <laughs> like bending <laughs> under the weight. Entirely oblivious, Mud Booger perched <laughs> on the back of this flamingo, reaching for some shiny beads <laughs> hanging off of its, its beak. <laughs> Guys, why'd you put them out of my reach? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think that means we're going to have a pathetic roll out of (laughs) Swiftwing and Stone Spleen. And we have a petty greed roll coming from Mud Booger. But if you succeed, you fail, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Because if you you overcome your petty greed, you'll realize exactly what's going on. Reroll. It almost was 17. 13. Just Ah. under. Uh, All right. Try it. Okay. (laughs) Six. (laughs) Oh, man. And my booger? 18. Of all times. <laughs> so, 16. does anybody want to choose to or succeed or fail in spite of themselves? What, is, what does it mean? Like what does this mean? Take down two, right? This, to succeed. Yeah, wait. I'll choose to fail. All right. Nice. So, you choose to fail. Right. And and goes to, yeah. I lose two. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wins. <laughs> so, you lose two. Everybody wins. But it can go to 16 if you want. I'll say if one of you chooses to succeed here, then you will. You'll be off balance, certainly. But you will be going towards the right direction. I think you've, got a, you've got a lower <laughs> score over there. <laughs> Wait, with no, my pathetic? patheticness. It's pathetic. Yeah, oh. we started. You started. Oh, we started. I mean, I, oh. I'll, I'll, uh, you know, what? I'm feeling lucky. I'll Great. go for it. <laughs> yeah, I'll choose to succeed. All right. So the, the whole, the whole deal is very much tilted up with Swiftwing uh, high on one side and Stone Spleen struggling royally on the <laughs> other side. Just have to go up. But uh, the that's right. flamingo drone with Mudburger atop it, reaching desperately for the shiny be- beads, moves. Moves oh. ever closer to Mod's flying candy emporium. Also, because it is now tilted, the shiny beads are now hanging down further towards Mudbooger. I just think, you know, it's like it's even closer. Mudbooger's even closer to getting it. I just 
that that image. Yeah, and, well, and it's also it's the, the the beads are themselves are going to one side, so Mubuger is also leaning lean to that side. So you're actually not going straight there. You're going in a circle, and you go like circle, and you get a little closer, and then you circle back, and you get a little closer, and, and it's picture. like a it's like a rowboat when one side is pulling harder than the other side. But you guys are making progress slowly towards uh, the Candy Emporium. And you reach it, and that's when the machine gun fire starts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. And uh, eventually you are above um, Mod's Candy Emporium. What do you do in this position? I see. I think maybe there's like a, a hatch, a maintenance hatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Above the top. The- the oh, rotor is it not blades? like open? Oh, they're There's below the rotor. You're below the rotor. We're like blades. in between okay. the blades. Or between the but blades. Still on the roof of it. Okay. Okay. Cool. On like the striped canopy. Yeah. Shindig. And yeah, then yeah. there's a maintenance okay. hatch, but um, it's shut pretty tight, and we might need to use brute force <laughs> to get into it. Uh, All right. <laughs> Who? Uh, who's the one who's gonna try to pull open this hatch? I will. All right. Swiftwing, you roll against your pathetic. Oh, that's a pathetic thing? What? Yep. I thought that was a clumsy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I should roll against pathetic. Yes. All right, do it. I've got, I'm still sitting down at 14. Yes. 19. Amazing strength. <laughs> All right. So you, you, I assume you choose to do it? Yeah. You say so you rip the hatch open. <laughs> and we, we have like the, the view from below. I do. And three dragon heads pop up look, look, looking down. And below, what? Des- describe to me the beautiful candy that you all see, and especially which particular item each dragon gets attached to. Look at the watermelons. They're tiny. I think they're fake, but they're, they're sweet. Oh, my gosh. That lollipop is larger than my head. <laughs> <laughs> those, those things, the, it looks like it's called chocolate they look like mud but they smell so good no that's chocolate oh i've had that once oh it's the same texture as mud but it's sweet oh my gosh (laughs) and so what do you do there are so adam is down there with his whirly hat (laughs) and he's selling candy to actually the mother and daughter uh, who earlier beat up Mud, Mud Booger with their uh, handbag. <laughs> and, mm. and the, well, Andre, stay with the girl, play the girl for a little bit and say what she's oh, no. asking her mother for. Mommy, mommy, can I have a popsicle? No, you can't have a popsicle. There are two silver pieces. That's far, far too expensive. You have to get something less expensive. Maybe, maybe look at one of the gumdrops or some of the some of that ticker tape that has little bits of sugar on it. But I don't want that, folks. I'm sure you've noticed, but you're moving along. You've probably got another minute or so to make your decision. It's a really slow <laughs> Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> And then the dragons strike. How do the dragons strike? The dragons, I think it's only appropriate that they fall through the yeah. hatch. Well, they probably try and climb through. Right, right. But yes, but they, then, yeah. they fail. I, I feel like I want to take the like, preemptive L because it would be funny <laughs> if all three of them tumble through the hatch. So they're going, they're going, and bop, 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 bop. And I think also they fall. 
they all fall not near the things that they're looking <laughs> for. <laughs> like somehow they all f- lean out of the maintenance hatch, hatch such that they all they they fall into different directions. Again, not sure how the physics work. Yeah, uh, physics don't matter. <laughs> and I was like, and what does Adam say upon this happening? Oh my god Right as I was going to leave (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, mommy, is that a dragon? Sorry folks, we're gonna have to Close the hatch for a little bit We've got a couple dragons in here We gotta (laughs) deal with, we'll be right with you Maud! (laughs) But I want a popsicle (laughs) And the ferris wheel spins and shuts out The kid and the mother And we have the dragons with Adam And the quickly approaching Maud <laughs> What does Swiftwing do? Well, given that Swiftwing is less clumsy, uh I think Swiftwing climbs up the nearest shelf of candy um and just tries to hide on top of it. But it's also the closest shelf of candy to Maud, so <laughs> Maud can can like, can see him it's also as soon as he or like, actually, I think it's that um, he was on the opposite side of the shelf, so Maud couldn't see Swiftwing before he climbed up. But because he climbed up the shelf in an attempt to hide, Maud saw him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and Maud comes at him with an uh, with an umbrella and goes to strike at him. Exactly. Um, so then Swiftwing tries to Swiftwing in his so close to throwback dragon form <laughs> tries to jump at um at mod, mod with the umbrella and land on the umbrella and so to like debilitate the umbrella or Which, squish her wait, what, yeah. what is exactly happening <laughs> it sounds like swing is swiftwing. assaulting an umbrella <laughs> <laughs> or yes. mod yeah no actually i actually think it, this could be an interesting like like mod opens the umbrella <laughs> I don't know, in an attempt to like have something moving towards Swiftwing and then Swiftwing being a easily excitable mud dragon just jumps towards the umbrella. And so a potential conflict, physical tussle <laughs> could ensue between Swiftwing and Maud. <laughs> but it starts with just Swiftwing jumping towards a bright pink and yellow Mod's Candy Emporium open umbrella. <laughs> Go ahead and roll it. <laughs> which what would, which su- is what would this? success look like? Is this clumsy or is I this think that's pathetic. Pathetic? Yeah. You're like just attacking like react it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got a <it> nine. <laughs> nice. All right. So, so you so you like jump at it and it you like it, so you like you the like get it supports my weight what yeah so the umbrella <laughs> hold, holds your weight. Mod is very strong and you're you're like sort of like holding onto each piece of it like you're sort of like draped around your belly is the tip is like pu- pushing into your belly and you've like grabbed Ouch. it with all of your wings and then she opens it and you get flown backwards <laughs> against the back of the tent <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile Mudbooger has landed right in the giant barrel of lollipops and part of him would love to go assist his friends particularly Swiftwing but part of him would also love to sit there and eat a lollipop <laughs> This this seems like a petty greed role, I would say. Yeah. Wait, is this another situation where to, to succeed is like 
No, this is to is succeed that, is to overcome the petty. Is greed. to overcome the petty. So greed. he overcame the greed to eat a lollipop. Yep. So he okay. chooses to come he, at to come at Maud, and you can help. see the mental calculus yeah. going on <laughs> yeah. very slowly, but you can see it going on <laughs> in the Booger's head, and with a, a slight slight hint of disgruntlement, he climbs out of the the barrel of lollipops. Um, he he takes one with him. Um, perhaps it's to some ill-founded idea to help Swiftwing with it, but more likely it's for him. <laughs> <laughs> and so as he makes his way to, I, I imagine this whole scene is shot like from the center. There's a, there's a camera on a carousel and it's just spinning around in circles <laughs> the entire scene, which is very dizzying for the audience. It's not great camera work, but you're just going around and every time the camera goes around, like something different is happening in the same thing. And the whole, and the whole scene is continuous in that way. So the camera like just like went past the umbrella and saw the barrel comes sw- into view. <laughs> yeah. Swift wing blast out and then the barrel comes into view along with mud booger and then we have a face-off between stone spleen and adam (laughs) oh no oh man okay well my idea was going to be to dive into the um cotton candy machine but i don't know if that works so well for a face-off um so adam the uh the teenage the teenage uh freckly faced kid who was working the uh counter um, grabs the you know the nearest the nearest implement uh, from his his you know like workspace and it happens to be a stapler um, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, um, because he, sometimes you know people return their candy and it's a receipts. it's a label yeah it's like a very laboring intensive process because you gotta climb the the Ferris wheel <laughs> again but sometimes he has to staple receipts together. Um, <clears throat> Oh my God! Where does Maud keep the dragon repellent? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I want to say that Stone Spleen uh, has a uh, you know her her one moment of uh, of intelligence and thinks that if she throws these uh, shiny beads that she managed to keep with her through the tumble into the hatch at the stapler, she can both distract him and also like jam the stapler. All right, that sounds that sounds like a clumsy roll. Does it? I think it sounds like stupidity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if the intelligence comes through. Okay. Fourteen. Oh, hey. Does it by one. What happens if you tie? If you tie? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a thing. So um, she succeeds. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, you know, like really lasso movements, uh, moves the beads and chucks them at um, Adam. And he uh, responds by bringing the stapler in his hand and his other hand up to his face. And then the beads get all tangled up and t- uh, t- really tangle his arm and the stapler to his head. Um, it gets stuck in the propeller wings of the hat. Ow! <laughs> get away! And the camera spins around. And what situation are Swiftwig, Mudbooger, and Maud involved with at this moment? At this point, Mudbooger has ambled his way uh, to to Maud's ankles. It's now kind of just like he's got one of her ankles is shaking it. It's like stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and what's Swiftwing doing? What did he do last? Did he bounce off the umbrella? He, he got thrown right. backwards. Something like. I think Swiftwing is now going to try to jump onto uh, Maud's back and just, I don't know, try Maybe to Maybe Maud's wearing a wig. Further. 
and oh. Swifting's gonna try and pull it down over her face. Alright. This sounds like two pathetic rolls to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Why two? For for each of them. Oh, I see. Uh, Are you yeah. helping, Mud Booger? Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. Seventeen. Hey. hey. So how is Swiftwing again defeated terribly by Mod? So I think this time um, Swift because it's like patheticness, um thinking like Swiftwing like goes to like like gear up to jump on her back or like or her uh head and just like waits too long and by that time she has moved and Swiftwing just falls next to her. <laughs> <laughs> and Mudburger is shaking her leg and shaking her leg and eventually like you, you get spun around a bunch of times like the way that if you get a dog with a tennis ball you can <laughs> a little dog with a tennis ball you can sort of like spin it in circles and circles. But Mudburger is heavy. But Mudburger is heavy <laughs> and <laughs> his weight eventually brings Maud to the floor for a moment. And the camera spins on, and we we have um, we have Stone Spleen is now trying to get at those watermelons of her choice, and we, we we see her we see her there, and then we see a shadow fall over her, and Adam is above her and and reaches to pull her out by the scruff of her dragon neck. Come on, come on. Ah, um. And uh, Stone Stone Spleen starts to um, wag her tail, you know, like like a dog might try to to hit him if like, he's clearly behind her. Um, and all you know, and uh, Adam had had reached and grabbed her neck, but all of a sudden he's like hit with this tail that uh, that you know hits him on either side as she like wags back and forth. Um, and she's got um, she had managed to get into the into the she like had managed to push over and break the glass jar holding the watermelons. And so her cheeks are now full of watermelons, um, kind of inflated like a chipmunk um, as she wags her tail back and forth to try to get this uh, young employee of, of the candy store off of her. And she realizes that she could spray all the candy in her <laughs> mouth into Adam's face to get to get her away from her. And that would give her, her, her so much time to wallow in the rest of this candy and be safe and free. But she has to go up against those petty, greedy instincts to just keep the candy she already has in her mouth in her mouth. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Ayo. And she does it? What does it look like? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. (laughs) And all of the candy goes flying. Gross. (laughs) Dragon drool. And as Adam reaches back to to find, you know, some napkins or or something, uh, she uh, retreats into the corner where she knocks over some more glass jars, bringing... Uh, open all sorts of um, sour candies from their from their respective containers, and the camera spins on, and we have a moment of of respite for Swiftwing and Mudburger to try and get to their candy. Well, at this point, Mudburger is thinking, you know, here's an opening. Here's Mod, temporarily knocked to the floor. <laughs> 
uh, and Mudbugger is thinking he might be able to sneak out with some candy if he were to just look like a person for a little while and take the <laughs> elevator down. Um, he's really got his heart set on getting out with that lollipop he grabbed early. He managed to hold on to it through the whole motto of the Ariel. Ah, very good. So he puts on the glasses and... And Adam turns around and is like, Sir, can I, can I help you? How long have you been here, sir? And this seems like a stupidity <laughs> roll to try and talk his way out of this one. See if <laughs> Mudbooger can accomplish some fast oh talking. Boy. Nope. That is 15. All right. You're actually going to take it this time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess yeah, I'm yeah, going to take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, otherwise, sure. everything goes wrong. <laughs> I was here the whole time. I am an inspector inspecting your candy shop and your lollipops. Can I see your lollipops, sir? Oh, wait, I'm also Adam. <laughs> Shoot, I'm also Adam. Um, well, as you can see, sir, we've, we've got a dragon problem right now. There were three... Hang on a minute. There were three dragons here. Now I see two. Sir, that's an awfully bushy mustache. Can I, can I see that? And Adam takes... Th- Grabs hold of the mustache, instantly rips the glasses off. Yep. And Mudbooger shrinks back down to normal size. And how this works is um, it actually, he kind of shrinks back down to where the stunning man's head was. And he unceremoniously kind of flops oh. to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but with this distraction, Swiftwing has time to do something, to grab something, to be free for a moment. Yeah, so Swiftwing is on the ground right now, next to Maud, I think. Um, <clears throat> so I think Swiftwing sees the keys that Maud has to the storage room or, or like to like, or to like the, the, to the case behind the counter with the best candy <laughs> that's locked. Of course. And, and Swiftwing realizes that he could, st- he could take the keys and steal the best candy and get out of there. So, all right. Yeah. So let's. Hmm. What what type of role do we think that is? Well, how is he going to steal the keys? Sounds like pickpocketing, so which might be a clumsy role. It might be a clumsy role. I think it's also. It might be that. So like he sees the keys and he knows he could get to that better candy. But that's a long term plan. And there's a lot of candy around him right too. now. So, th- this could th- this could come down to a lazy role. This could be a petty greed role. Well, what are you feeling? I'm thinking lazy. All right. Because yeah, because it's like he's also very like tired. Short term versus long term. Yeah, he's very tired too. And I got a five. <laughs> um, I think, however, I would like to succeed in spite. All right, perfect. So, then so you I'm get the keys and you're eighteen. And Swiftwing is just inserting them into the lock, and the camera cuts away away from him, and we're back to Stone Spleen, who is oh, no. very full of candy at this point and really just wants to escape, but is so full and just wants to lie down and take a nap, probably. Oh, they seem like they're in trouble. Maybe we should leave, but I'm so sleepy. I thought the candy was supposed to give you energy. Maybe I'll take a nap. And I'm going to roll for my nap. I keep rolling for naps. 
Isn't, isn't that what college is all about? <laughs> well, Tucker's, Tucker's God, biased. I love he if knows, I could he roll knows for how much I love <laughs> naps. Um, well, I got an 11, so that means that I'm going to succumb to my <laughs> napping. <laughs> um, and uh, I think what this what this looks like is um, Stone Stone Spleen has um, has discovered the um, that the gumball machine and, and all of this uh, movement has really has really uh, it, the the back like hatch where you fill it has popped open and is gonna climb into the gumball machine. This seems like a perfect place to nap, and <laughs> kind of like a ball pit for children. You know, there's always the one kid that falls asleep in the ball pit. <laughs> and, uh, so Stone Spleen is gonna take a nap inside the gumball machine. I forgot yeah. what I just erased. Was it a four or a nine? It was, it was a, four. a four. Okay, so now it's a five. All right. I think um, at this point. Mudburger's had a long day, <laughs> especially by a mud dragon standard. Um, and at this point, he's he's just feeling totally defeated, and decides the last resort is to just grovel to Adam and <laughs> beg him for some candy, succumbing to his most pathetic <laughs> inner nature. All right. Has he still not had? Did he eat the lollipop? Uh, he dropped the lollipop when oh, he no. transformed. All right, so I feel like this is again a roll where it's like you want to be pathetic in this point, so you're hoping to roll under it. Right, right. I'm trying to fail. <laughs> Ooh, it's a tie. So a, a tie means to succeed, sadly. <laughs> Does the number change at all? What? Can I choose then, to yeah. still fail? Yeah, you can still choose to fail. So I drop my patheticness, right? Mm, this feels or do weird. I raise my patheticness to fail by two? Right, yeah, yeah. And succeed at being pathetic? Yes. <laughs> yeah. This feels like a lose-lose. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So, so Mudburger just looks so. Please. <laughs> uh, all right. Fine. Adam grabs a couple of lollipops, opens the front window, and chucks them out. Go get them. <laughs> Go on, shoot, get them. <laughs> and Mudburger clambers up. And gazes down longingly at the lollipops <laughs> that have just dropped to the floor. To and the to the floor of like of the of the, the like floating emporium or the floor feet down. floor. Okay. Yeah. And there are some children who have not yet noticed the lollipops, but probably will soon. <laughs> what is Swiftwing doing in this moment? So I think <clears throat> now Swiftwing has the the candy to beat all candies. Um and so what is this I, candy, by the way? We we don't see it yet. Actually, we'll find out at the end. Uh, he has three. He has three scrumptious things tucked away. Yes. But we don't know what they are. He now has uh, a little dragon satchel. <laughs> or maybe he just brought the fanny pack. Oh it yeah, was the, it was the, it was the hidden the, detail. It's the supreme fanny pack. The supreme <laughs> camo fanny pack. <laughs> Gotta have that uh, bogo. But I think at this point. Swiftwing has to be looking around at the situation in which Stone Spleen is taking a nap and Mudburger is trying to figure out how to get down. So I think, like, Swiftwing needs to figure out A, whether to leave Stone Spleen napping in the gumball machine, and B, whether to, like, help Mudburger out. And so I think Swiftwing is going to want to use the ten like use the flying machine to get everybody out of there just you know to, or somehow so i think i think it's a multi-step plan 
And the first thing you need to roll against is stupid for <clears throat> Swiftwind to come up with this plan. Okay. 18. I got it. Hey. Hey. Okay, so Swiftwing comes, comes up, up with this plan. With the plan. What does the Jeez. camera see as Swiftwing? Is it like a bunch of flashbacks of all the different things? You know how like that meme with like the numbers and like yeah. the thing. Yeah. Okay. Is it yeah, Zach? Or like, Zach yeah, it's, it's like blues clues where like it, where like each like just a little image like a crayon image appears <laughs> of each thing above <laughs> Swiftwing's head as he's holding his fanny pack satchel filled with the candy that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So he decides that he's going to use the f- the flying machine. The, I don't know. Did we crash the flying machine, or is it? No, it's just perched on top of the roof. Yeah, okay. we just left it sitting on so the roof. He's going to use the flying machine to carry to to just drift mud booger and stone spleen to the ground. But we we fell through the hatch. So we do we have to like either climb up to the hatch or do we have to find a different way of exit from the cart? Yeah, I think. So I guess. Well, the window's open now because. Because yeah. Adam opened it. Yeah, there is a window. Adam opened it. Okay. So maybe it, maybe it's actually not the flying machine. It's just that Swiftwing is going to, like, carry, to, like, hold on to these two and just kind of, like, hope to drift down to the ground at a rate that will not hurt everybody based on Swiftwing's flying ability. Can, right. he, can he use the, um, the umbrella... Uh, yes. To, parachute, to like careen yes. down Mary Poppins style. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So Mud, so Swiftwing is going to use the um, the pink and yellow umbrella and his brute force of the brute force of his wings to carry a groggy, sl- maybe slightly waking up stone spleen. Oh, are you gonna pull me out a- of the gumball machine? <laughs> I think so. I think that's... Or, or you could just take the actually, gumball machine with you. That's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah actually. All right. Yeah. Stone Spleen is actually just clinging to the gumball machine. So we realize that eventually the gumball machine is going to have to come to And Mud Dragon, dejected, just sort of comes along for the ride in order to get out of here. All right. This sounds, this sounds like... Multiple <laughs> rolls. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of rolls. All right. So first, I think we need to have a laziness by Mud Booger to get his to get his butt over there. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, succeeds. <laughs> we are picking up, guys. <laughs> and then probably not anything from Stone Spleen. She's just asleep in the gumball machine. And no, no, no. What we 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 need to do? I think we I think you guys use the same trick that you used before on Mud Booger, where you have the beads that are <laughs> around the stapler and you put them up on the outside of the gumball machine and Stone Spleen's just waking up and just sort of like blinking her eyes and tired and sees oh the thing and reaches up and because that's the way physics works in this world <laughs> her reaching up makes everything lighter <laughs> so I think we need to roll a hmm, petty greed for Stone Spleen mm, okay That's a four. four. You want to choose to succeed? Oh wait, no, you wanted to fail, because then you're being pathetic. You're being petty, petty and greedy. So you're still. So you are well, reaching I'm, up. So That's I'm, your first instinct. 
and then the last, the the great effort by Swiftwing to keep everything together and keep it falling is going to be a pathetic role. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're intentionally... like Maybe. There have been three pathetic, clumsy toss-ups. <laughs> and, and each time, Tucker has just looked at pathetic 18, clumsy five. And been See, like, maybe hey. if you... But you could... What if, what if instead you wrapped everyone up in receipt tape and then you rolled against stupid? <laughs> Although I've already rolled against stupid. So Go for it. You, you've got 18. You All can, right, you can do it. You got a we love these odds. Right there. <clears throat> Never tell me the odds. Seven. Nice. Seven. Do you want to choose anyway. to succeed? Do, do it. it. Yes. All right. So you're I'm at the, 20. <laughs> I guess it goes to 20. And you, you drift slowly down. Anybody want to describe this image to me? You know how some things seem to happen in slow motion? Well, this is already happening in slowly, but this is happening in like slow, slow motion. <laughs> and everything seems to have like a, a glow around it, like a soft glow. It's suddenly very quiet and serene. And you just see this strange amalgam of dragon and umbrella and candy machine drifting lightly, much to the amazement of onlookers on the Ferris wheel. I think Tiku is very confused. Well, folks, you don't see that every day. And (laughs) also notices that Swiftwing has his fanny pack. (laughs) (laughs) That's my fanny pack. Someone stop those dragons. (laughs) And our whole thing touches down and all the dragons sprint off. Uh trying to be safe except for stone spleen who slips deeper under the gumballs and falls asleep <laughs> thanks for playing guys <laughs> success maybe success, success. <laughs> we brought we if we brought down the whole gumball machine maybe we roll away with it you know save it for later. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Again, that was a game of On the Ecology of the Mud Dragon. It's by Ben Lehman, and you can find all of his work at tau-games.com. The dash is the one that's in the middle, floating, not the underscore. So tau-games.com. And he's actually put a ton of stuff out there, and it's all very, very fun, and I'm certainly going to play more of it on this show. And if you like the show, speaking of, you can find us on iTunes and leave a rating or review. You can tell a friend. And if you want to get in contact, we are on Twitter. We are also on Facebook. And the best way to talk to me is to email me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com. And now, Andrea has a poem for you. This poem is called The Astronaut, and it is by Sarah Kay. The astronaut will not be at work today. He has called in sick. He has turned off his cell phone, his pager, his laptop, his alarm clock. There is a fat yellow cat asleep on his couch, windows against the window pane, and not even a hint of coffee in the kitchen air. 
Everybody is in a tizzy. The engineers on the 15th floor have stopped working on the particle machine. The anti-gravity room is leaking, and even the freckled kid with glasses, whose only job is to take out the trash, is nervous, fumbles the bag, spills a banana peel and a paper cup. Nobody notices. They are too busy calculating how much this will mean for lost time, how many galaxies are we losing per second, and how long before the rocket can be launched. Somewhere, an electron flies off the energy cloud. A black hole has erupted. A mother finishes setting the table for dinner. A law and order marathon is starting. The astronaut is asleep. He has forgotten to turn off his watch, which ticks like a metal pulse against his wrist. He does not hear it. He dreams of coral reefs and plankton. His fingers find the pillowcases, sailing masts. He turns on his side, opens his eyes once. He thinks that scuba divers must have the most wonderful job in the world. So much water to glide through.